Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, February 4th, and we are here today to start reviewing the TV show Echo. So, we're going to start off with episode one. Have y'all, I assume y'all seen it because we talked about this beforehand and <laughs> we're watching it as, as we, as we discuss it. Maybe. I mean, that's, that's plausible too. Let's be yeah. honest. Like, <laughs> I mean, it would be fun to do one kind of live one, one day, but sorry. Yeah. That's a sideball there. Oh, I agree. That <laughs> would be fun. Hey, we could do a commentary track for like a movie if you wanted to. Yeah. It'd be fun to do like a, um, mystery science theater 3000 style type. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I mean, like a little commentary track that you could. Anyway, a lot of YouTubers and and podcasters do sometimes stuff like that. Oh, I'm saying a rip track, like just making fun of it the whole time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Back to Echo, <laughs> episode one. I got a Chaffa, Chaffa, uh, Chaffa, Chaffa. Cool. What is y'all's whelming of this? Uh, I'm pleasantly whelmed. I mean, it was a good. Good episode, but I'm definitely anxious to see the where it's where it's going. Like kind of, I mean, it's a good setup episode kind of thing. Like just a or if you want to say quote unquote origin story for, but I am like I'm, I'm ready for it to get going on the on the next episode though. That is something we definitely got to talk about because this is like a new format for Disney where they're doing this Marvel Spotlight, which takes the name from a comic book series. And that's going to be kind of their like origin. You don't have to have watched the last 10 years of MCU stuff to get where this is, what this is about, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's what that meant. Yeah. That's pretty much oh. what that, that whole thing means now. And uh, oh, okay. like I said, we'll, we'll probably talk more about it as we get going. But that was definitely one of the hitting points that I wanted to talk about. Richard, what is your whelming about this? Uh, I was whelmed to pleasantly whelmed uh, by this first episode. I like mostly the Daredevil stuff. And her with, like, Kingpin, like, interacting with Kingpin. I mostly just had, like, technical complaints about how, like, they told the story and, like, some of the VFX here or there. Uh, but all in all, I thought they did an okay job to just set it up for the season, kind of like what Jeremy was saying. What technical effects are you... I mean, I was going to get into it more, but, like, one of my notes is, like, right off the bat, I was like, that uh, that woodpecker looks very CGI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a cartoon to me. <laughs> yeah, the backdrop of the water tower is pretty obvious too. Yeah, exactly. So, cool. I was pleasantly whelmed with this. This is the longest episode of the series. And no, I don't believe Richard's going to have the runtime or anything like that, but it was around <laughs> 50 minutes long as far as like what Disney says. And it felt it, honestly. Like it felt yeah. it. But... I also think they did a really good job with this being the Marvel Spotlight deal and them wanting to have like an origin-based type TV series. I felt like they did a really good job of adding to her origin of what we already knew. Yeah. While also doing a recap of her role in Hawkeye. Yeah. So. I agree. I agree with that. The the Hawkeye, when the Hawkeye stuff happens, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like she was in that. I forgot about it. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, she like it was like a semi big role. Like it wasn't a big role that she had, but like it did carry throughout the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember the the tease of her like coming in was pretty pretty dramatic. I enjoyed it. Yeah. With yeah. her standing in the room with all the subwoofers and stuff, and mm-hmm. yeah, which. I mean that uh, that's one of the, like the first things that I had noticed whenever on that episode that started. How how did how did she hear the storm? Oh, whenever they were in the tent, she like they like they both kind of smiled whenever the thunder rolled in or something like that. But you, I don't know. It's just one of the things I, I mean, kind of as kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some people can uh, smell a storm. That is a that is a actually like scientifically proven thing that some people can smell storms um being that she's deaf maybe her senses were heightened uh, i mean yeah. obviously, obviously they're heightened and uh i don't know may, maybe it's a barometric pressure dropping and she can like feel that i don't know <laughs> yeah it's all lightning maybe yeah that's true i know we didn't yeah. see it but like maybe she saw it or noticed it somewhere else or... yeah that's the easiest answer <laughs> like, i mean that's that makes sense <laughs> it threw me off when Never mind. I, I went ahead and went to episode two. Oh, okay. And so now, like, I'm trying to make sure that I have my my stuff straight and I don't spoil anything. Yeah, please don't, because I'm going to watch that literally as soon as we get done with this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, one of the things I noticed the change between Hawkeye and here is we don't get the ringing. Yeah. And that's that's consistent. Yeah. I'll say that so far, that it's not... It's the heartbeat. I like the change yeah. of the heartbeat. Same. I love the, and how it like the audio fades out and then it kind of fades back in. Like when the fight, when, when the, the, I the, just fuck it. I'll say when Daredevil shows up <laughs> <laughs> and there's that cool moment of like the audio sort of fade, like right before she like breaks the dude's neck, you know, like the audio fades back in. I just thought it was handled very well, better than like that, re- like me noise yes. and it's just like annoying and grating. I thought it, they did a great job with that. So since, since we've already sat there and thrown it out there, Daredevil. Daredevil shows up in this very first episode and this is her first essential like mission for Kingpin because he's trying to give her purpose and basically trying to enlist her into his, you know, trust a bro uh, <laughs> mafia that he's yeah. got going on. The tracksuit mafia. Which, which, yes. Like, you can't trust him too much because the the guy, you know, he says, uh, like, loyal to Kingpin guy, and he pops the other one oh, at yeah, the guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he just gets thrown in front of a bullet just 30 seconds later, basically. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> before, we, before we go into Daredevil Michael, one of my favorites is one of the, one of the guys that's with Maya. Uh, I don't, it's like the bigger guy. His entire move is just yeeting himself at fucking people. Like he just fucking runs and knocks the door down. And then when Daredevil shows up, he fucking yeets himself at Daredevil. It's so fucking funny to me. I'm like, that's his one move. Anyway. I like when she finally got into the the mindset of what yeah. she signed up for. Yeah. And you know that it, whole like the sound effect of the the spine shattering. I was like, Ow, yeah. Just, uh. <laughs> oh man, the the fucking uh, subtitles hold no bar. It was like yeah. two heartbeats, spine shatter, one heartbeat. <laughs> uh, there's enough subtitles for me. I didn't need any extra. <laughs> Got those out of the way at the beginning. Well, I mean, like, because she signs or whatever, and yeah. and I like it when people when they're signing to her, they're speaking at the same time. Yeah, because yeah. then I don't have to pay attention to as much. 
But later on, there's other scenes where neither one of them are really talking and signing. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> damn it. I have to read now. <laughs> You're killing me here. <laughs> but I thought Daredevil was freaking awesome. I thought her fight scenes alone before Daredevil even got there was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I like the comedy where she's like, oh, you again. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about the security guard that was an asshole. Yeah, the 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 fucking handsy security guard when she I wrote I specifically wrote a note that says damn when Maya <laughs> kicks the handsy security guard into the filing cabinet, like she kicks him and then she kicks him again and it like he goes even deeper into the filing cabinet. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty brutal like the chair, the aluminum chair being kicked up in the face. I mm-hmm. like that. I liked a lot of the choreography here in this first episode. It was it was fun. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was really fun. I know some people were like shitting on it though. And so I don't know if it just, I don't know if they were shitting on it because of they seen the whole series or if it was just the first episode. But I'm just like, I don't know what people are like expecting from this. The most consistent thing that I've heard is that like the ending is bad. To the whole season? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the ending of the whole season is bad. Yeah. Yeah, I heard the ending is just meh, and that's why everyone's like, I'm glad they released it like all at once because it would suck waiting, like seeing one episode a week and then it leading up to a very meh kind of like ending. So anyway, I'm, I'm not looking forward to that. But, yeah. Uh, so far, I I thought the choreography was very like, that once again, it's like Marvel returning back to its like Netflix roots with the like yeah inside inside hallway fights kind of stuff where it's very um handy cam shot and I I just thought it was great that when Daredevil when Daredevil shows up like that's the biggest chunk of what I really want to talk about is just when Daredevil yeah. shows up because I just thought it was fantastic he's whipping his billy clubs around right um i I wanted to ask you because you had mentioned on a previous episode you said something about when where he he's doing something with like shelving is this that episode yes what exactly were you referring to because i was is it just him jumping through it and doing like the right flip yeah or spin or whatever you want to call it for whatever reason that shit just turns me on i don't know what it is (laughs) but i loved it what if as well so like (laughs) i got you um (laughs) Yeah, all of it was really cool. The only thing I didn't like was, uh, I don't know if Charlie Cox has lost some weight or like they gave him some extra room, but his suit looked a little baggy in the waist area because hmm. you could see it like when he first shows up, when he like whips that guy around the neck and then he lands and he's about to fight with Maya. You, If you look like there's like, I don't know, like loose fabric with his like huh. around his waist. It looks like he needs a belt or something. <laughs> <laughs> I did not notice that. Maybe actually, you know what? Maybe that's why he goes and sees the tailor in She-Hulk. <laughs> maybe so. Yeah, maybe. Better fit. Need a better fit. I don't know. Where does this where does this fall as far as like between this and She-Hulk? It happens. I never looked. Uh I did except for I just don't remember the correlation with She-Hulk. Because my question for you, I want to say it happens before She-Hulk. But my correlate or my my correlation, my question for y'all. Is does this happen pre blip, post blip, or during the blip? Because my assumption would be being that Ronan, because Ronan happened during the blip, and then she's all about like wanting to get revenge. So Kingpin sends her on this first mission that this is during the blip. Okay. So that would imply that Daredevil did not get blipped. Did not get blipped. Yeah. I would agree with that because. 
at least in the flashback scenes. Because like you said, Ronan, and she's after whoever the killer was in Ronan, and then she meets Daredevil, she rises up in ranks, and then she they eventually move back to the Hawkeye scenes where she's fighting Hawkeye and stuff. Right. So she has lived throughout the entire blip, is what it seems like. And then the present day stuff, though, now would be after Hawkeye. Right, exactly. Because she shoots Kingpin in the face, which we'll have to talk about that. Yeah. And then, and then she leaves. And this is where she went to. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Daredevil stayed around during the blip and Maya was there as well. Yeah, and I just double-checked. Per their the Disney Plus timeline, Echo happens before She-Hulk. Okay. So yeah, he needs a tailor. <laughs> yeah. He got he he had some flabby going on his abby. <laughs> or, or or he just lost a lot of weight. He didn't eat much while That's, while the blip was going on. Kingpin worked him out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that whole blip stuff is just it's just too complicated <laughs> to try to keep up with. I'm proud of them for not like, like even referring to it. Yeah. Yeah. There was there was no mention of the blip at all. So I'm like, you know what? Good on y'all. I'm glad because I'm ready to be done with it as well. Yeah. Like, let us just piece it together like we just did. It'll be all right. Did Daredevil have the like string billy clubs? Yeah. In Netflix, like he did here? Yeah. He has a, I didn't think he did. No, he gets them um I want to say in season two, and then he definitely has them in season three because he's Okay. He's whipping them about and Bullseye gets them and he's whipping them about and anyway. Okay. I haven't, like I said, I hadn't seen season three. I whip my club back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) And it begins. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, I don't remember it from season two, but the last part of season two, I tried to strike from my memory as well. So. It's, I know this sounds very, a lot of Electra. Yeah. Tremendous. It's very vague, but when I say vague, it's when Melvin like makes him the suit and then he makes him the billy club and he takes them and he like takes them apart and he does like a whippy thing with them and then he puts it back together and then like holsters them. Okay. Which I want to say happens at the end of season one, but I don't really remember him using the like cable much in season two. And I know for a fact he uses them in season three. So that's why I'm like, I think maybe that happened in season two. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like he used them to like swing or something like that, but not actually like fight with them. Yeah. Cause that's what I was always wanting to see was him fight with the cables. in. Well, he definitely fights with them in, in season three. Yes. You really (laughs) need to go watch it. It's quite good, especially with Vincent D'Onofrio back and all that's canon now. No, it's definitely on the list. It's definitely on the list. So, so yeah, Kingpin is back. Yes. Kingpin, Kingpin survived a, a shot to the eye. And, uh, yeah, he's the, that's what they show at the very end of the episode is they show a heart rate monitor and a drip. And there's Kingpin laying in bed, and he's got a patch over his eye, and he's breathing. Mm-hmm. So Kingpin made it just like he did in the comic books. Were, were y'all expecting that? Yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It would kind of be a waste to sit there uh-huh. and bring D'Onofrio <laughs> back just to... 
I, re- I specifically remember when we did the Hawkeye review, you threw a fit because you were like, why bring him back just to kill him? And I'm like, he ain't dead. They're bringing exactly. him back. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, I I figured as much then too, but I mean, it's just because everybody was like, oh, he's dead. He's dead. And I'm like, no, that's no, dumb. Like, why? Yeah. Surprised you didn't use your, did you see a body? Exactly. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> so that's what I was saying. Like, one, one thing I was thinking too, whenever she actually shot, of course, she didn't see him. Uh, get hit, and all you heard was a body fall. Yeah, right. And so part of me was like, maybe she just shot somebody that was behind him, <laughs> and just kind of like scared it, and tried to be like, "I'm done with you" type thing, and ran off. But she just full on shot him. Poor guy, it was just bringing his groceries home. He got, <laughs> he got yeah. and dropped all yeah. shit. It was Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I like being alive. I like being alive. <laughs> right? Peter, right? Uncle Ben, no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i super excited that he's going to be back. I, I yeah. like Vincent D'Onofrio. He's my favorite kingpin so far that we've ever had in live action. Um, he's super intimidating. I real quick, I just wanted to bring up uh, someone on Reddit pointed out is a very interesting. So I was reading just some like comments and stuff about Echo, see if I could have some ideas to talk about. But he he mentioned how he he had never seen the Netflix Daredevil series and he watched Echo and he liked Vincent D'Onofrio and Daredevil. So he wanted to go back and rewatch Netflix and how it was very interesting that in the first like episodes of the Netflix series, Vincent D'Onofrio is like, he established that he learned Japanese and I think Mandarin to like speak in their language to do business with people. But he's, he can't like busy himself to learn ASL to speak with Maya, (laughs) which is intentional, I think, because he's just using her as a weapon. Like he's just manipulating her. Like he's like, I don't see you as an actual daughter. I'm just saying these things so you'll do the stuff that I need you to do. Yeah. Right. But I will say, and it showed it in this first episode, he had been picking up on some things. So, because he signed to her right before he got shot that they were family. So it seemed like he was picking up some things, but hadn't, you know, definitely wasn't putting in the effort he had in other things. Yeah. That is interesting. What do y'all think about the very beginning of this episode where we have the Native Americans coming out of some, I don't know, Lazarus pit? Yeah. To, to reference DC. Uh, like, it's, <laughs> it does look very Lazarus pit. It, it's just not green. Right. Um, yeah, I I wanted to talk about that because obviously my notes kind of go in like chronological order as I'm watching it. And right off the bat, when I like click to watch it pops up and I and my wife and I both were like, did you click on something different? Like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> what am I doing? And um, and I was like, I had to like back out and go back. And I was like, no, no, this is it. Um, And this is the part that I want to nitpick about the show because they should have had a, an establishing shot of like the girls in the tent. And, and they were talking about the origin of the first uh, Choctaw uh, people, like the mythology okay. behind that. And then co- go into that. That way it doesn't like, throw people off. I don't know. I'm, I don't know if y'all had the issue, but that was one of the things that I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, yeah. It's cool. It's, um, it's apparently they, I looked at like behind the scenes, they talked with actual like Choctaw 
uh, Native Americans, and uh, this is like supposedly like the mythology of their origin and stuff like that. Oh. Um, it's a little weird. And then I think you, I remember you talking about like, could this be connected to Kahori somehow on like a previous episode? Right. When we were talking about Kahori, I asked if y'all had seen this this episode here. Right. And talking about whether Kahori could come in live action. And I said, well, based off just the first five minutes of Echo episode one, I could see where they could possibly bring this in. Yeah. It very, and it had like very much similar like feels to it as far as like Kahori with that, the whole lake there, the Fountain of Youth, whatever, and all that. And then her leading them type thing too. And it was like a portal, like because yeah. the, the I was reading a little bit about it. It's like they're in a cave that that is um, I can't pronounce how they call it, but it, it translates in English to like the mother mound and like people were born of clay or something like that. And then um, Chaffa, the first like I've forgotten Choctaw, uh, like led them out of the cave, which if in that you see the like whatever thing that she drinks through, they like climb through that as the cave collapses. So I was like, is that a portal? Like it felt, it did felt very Kahori, like the space stone kind of like doing something. Right. Right. That's, that's where I was getting at is that like all this kind of like looks alike in the way that they're doing things. And so I feel like it'd be easy to sit there and bring Kahori in now because you've already kind of established some kind of supernatural yeah. thing. Right. And but she also had that like that that dream or something vision yeah. whatever later on that was just very interesting i'm kind of i don't know wondering if that's going to come into play later too so, watch yeah. episode two. Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it will it looks like something to do with her ancestors is yes. what it is throughout the generations yes and uh there's a quick pull for for us anyways in episode two so I'm excited to see y'all see that and what y'all's thoughts on that are when we Ooh. get there eventually. But uh, I saw it and I was like, hey, look, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, w- fucking hell, man. That shot of the, the car crash, like <laughs> when oh. uh, the glass is like through her leg. Yeah. I was like, fucking hell. Right. It, it looked brutal. That yeah. was all hard to watch. Like that was. Yeah. That was another thing too. A lot of people were like, "Oh, this thing, this TV show doesn't earn its MA rating and all." And I'm like, "It doesn't have to be straight up gun gore violence for it to get like earn its MA, yeah, rating." You know what I mean? Like, I get it to a certain extent, but at the same time, that freaking car crash was pretty freaking brutal. Yeah, yeah. Like kids, I don't think kids should be watching that. Like, that's just me. Yeah, yeah. But well, it'd scare the shit out of a little kid, probably. Yeah, I mean it's. We've only been with the first episode in, and we've seen way more violence than we ever did in Moon Knight. So, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, dude got popped right there underneath the chin. Mm-hmm. Guy got his neck broke. Uh, yeah. Like Richard's talking about, the guy sunk into a, a filing cabinet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> several guns brought up. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, multiple people were shot during that fight before Daredevil showed up. So, like, yeah, there's a lot of dead bodies. I, I'm I'm happy to see this. I didn't think we'd ever see it, but I'm happy that we are. Um, yeah. And again, like we've already said it, but Moon Knight should have been something close to this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. I feel like you could have gotten away from the the mortality. That's that's my biggest catch, and I know y'all know this, but like that is my biggest catch with Moon Knight is the 
the immortality that he has. I I like this echo more now because there's way more stakes in this than right. there ever was with Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. She she's freaking bleeding out like throughout this entire episode. Yeah. Which by the way, she stitched herself up with dental floss and um that's the exact same brand of dental floss I think I use and it's mint flavored. Which would hurt like a son of a bitch. <laughs> that was actually my comment that I looked over my wife. I was like, I sure hope that's not meant. <laughs> wow, that is that is the exact note I wrote. <laughs> that's funny. And then that same one, like I was like, I need some of that magical like bandaging that she has that she does in the in between the semi truck because <laughs> she like just wraps it up and just takes a breath and just goes on. Mm-hmm. I'm like that. That just like just already. All good now. Like <laughs> she's tough, man. Yeah, I she's guess tough. she is. She is very. Yeah. They're establishing she is very tough. I mean, they did that in the Hawkeye episode, or not episode, but series. It's so weird because, like, her. I th- I told my wife I was like she looks different in like so many different scenes. Like yeah. they change up her hair and stuff like that, and so but that oh, makes man. her look different. Yeah. And then, like the different angles on her face, she did I'm have. Like, uh, she looks so different. She was <laughs> pregnant, and she gave birth like right before they did the filming. So maybe she oh. still had like the 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 baby uh, glow and weight on her. So maybe that was why. <laughs> also, yeah, the, I the reason why I'm bringing this up as well is I had a comment. Is I didn't notice it when we were watching Hawkeye, but it's very stark when they're showing like some of the newer shots and then like shots from Hawkeye. When she shoots Kingpin, she's got her hair down and it's not in that braid that she usually always has. Yeah. And she's wearing like dark lipstick. She looks goth. <laughs> like I wrote down, it's not a phase, dad. <laughs> she looks like the crow or something. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I have to say like one of the things I did like too, honestly, was uh, you know, whenever she went back to the house and everything, Biscuit, I don't know, he just, he just kind of cracked me up. He was a good little like, kind of comedic toss in there that wasn't like too crazy. So yeah. Conspiracy theory here. Uh oh. Do y'all think <laughs> Biscuit works for Kingpin? Well I okay. So I'm wondering so Biscuit is her her cousin. Correct. I was trying to the, the thing this is the other complaint I had with rewatching it the second time today, I had like subtitles on. They mention at the very beginning when like uh, Maya's like a kid and stuff. They mention like, oh, Biscuit's not here. He'll be heartbroken and stuff like that. I didn't pick up on that unless you have like subtitles on. And um, I thought they did a really bad job establishing the like familial like relationship. Like who's the cousin? Who's the uncle? All that. I agree. Yeah. Because when she shows back up later, it's like, it's Biscuit. I'm your cousin. I'm like, who the fuck is Biscuit? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then she goes and sees her uncle at the skating rink. And I didn't realize that was her fucking uncle until basically I was like doing the wiki. Essentially, I didn't realize it was her uncle until you just said it was. I didn't either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like they did it. That was, that's some of my complaints about the episode is they, yeah. that and the, the CGI and some of the technical stuff. But, um, well, cause even like at the beginning, whenever she was leaving, like, you know, her, her dad, her dad was taking her away. And I was like, why, why? I mean, the grandma was, you know, ready to send him off, but I guess she's okay sending off the daughter, like the granddaughter too. I was like, why, why, why won't you keep her or something? I mean, if you want him gone, why are you sending the little girl with him? Like, yeah. So what I think is Bonnie, sorry, just I was getting to the familial connection. So Biscuit 
and Bonnie, I believe, are the two children of the uncle at the skating rink. And clearly the uncle at the skating rink it has like nefarious connections to stuff. Right. So yes, I do kind of wonder if Biscuit will be like, he'll rat her out or something. But there's also that guy with the rat tail at the skating rink who was like texting <laughs> someone. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So I think the grandmom didn't have any rights over Maya. Yeah. yeah. Because the dad was still there. So, and I mean, he's not going to give her up. Yeah. So that's, so like, she couldn't do anything there. Her hands were tied. Yeah, no, it just, yeah. It just sucks. Like, he's sending him, him away and like, you're basically sealing her fate as well. Well, and I don't even know that she was necessarily sending him away. She was definitely mad and upset with him, but. He got a job in New York as well. Yeah. Left. Yeah. Yeah. But she was really obviously wanting him to go up there, get away from him. Right. Right. And I think in hopes of maybe she would, he would leave Maya, but. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, Biscuit. Like, I like him, but I, I kind of feel like he may be. <laughs> yeah. Cause, like, why was he just randomly going to that house? Yeah. Well, why didn't he know where the spare key was? That was my issue. Is he was using like a butter knife to like get in. But didn't she take it? She did, but I would assume she put it back, or he'd make a comment of like, "Damn it, where's the spare key?" or something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he's yeah, and he's using a knife to try and break in. Like, yeah. why not just knock on the door or something? Yeah. yeah. I, well, he may have known like his grandma wasn't there, but I don't know. I'm with you. I'm very sus of Biscuit right now. He's too nice. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a cute dog, but he's too nice. <laughs> Is it Billy Jack? Yeah, Billy Jack. Yes. Yes, I like the dog. Yeah, she's obviously, she says something about, you know, Kingpin has been around and it's time for a queen. She thinks that Kingpin is dead, which yeah. I would, I mean, if I shot somebody in the eye, yeah, you I would, would assume they're dead as well. <laughs> like, Especially like if there's no exit wound. <laughs> yeah, like, so, but yeah, what do y'all think she's up to? I think she's trying to take over his organization. That's, okay. That, with that comment yeah. of like, it's time for a queen. She wants to be queen pin and take over the, the, the queen pin of crime. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking for a, a boxcar, a particular one. Yeah, to send a message to Kingpin's men. Right, right. So, you think it's just to claim her right as the, the heir of the... No, I think she's going to use that to, like, I don't know, blow something up or something to send a... Me- like, when she says send a message, she's going to kill a bunch of people or blow shit up. <laughs> okay. Jeremy, you got any thoughts as you yawn? Uh, I'm, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm right there with with Richard on that. I mean, as far as I think she's just trying to say she's she's wanting to take over, but she'd have a lot of work to do. Just I don't think one rail car is going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I am all out of the notes. I would talk about Bonnie, but I just don't care about Bonnie yet. Like, <laughs> I know everybody else cares about Bonnie, but I don't care about Bonnie right now. Yeah. The only thing I had to say about Bonnie is like, they really tug on your heartstrings when they're driving away for New York. And she's like, and Bonnie go too, and Bonnie go too. Yeah. And like, they're driving away. I was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, right in the field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's, she's, they try to make her out to be like, the basketball player, but she's terrible. Uh, if you actually watch her, 
<laughs> I wasn't even paying attention to them playing basketball. I was actually, my wife and I were talking about how like she needed like antiseptics and, and um, uh, antibiotics for that uh, uh, wound that she had. And oh, when yeah. she was like staring at Bonnie, she's a paramedic. And I'm like, you know what? That would be a really great place for you to get stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about Kingpin when Maya's dad is dead and she, she, uh, tries to steal the bikes and causes all the mayhem. I thought that scene was really cool. I, I liked the, like, again, how they did the audio for that, not doing the like me noise, but Kingpin's talking with her in the car. I also like when he shows up, like all the cops are like, you know, backing away. And do you know who that is? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That was really cool to me. And even the guys, when she grabs Maya, the two cops standing there with her are like, they kind of take a step back and like are looking at him in like awe. But uh, in, in the car, he's talking with her and he's like, I understand your rage. And and she's like, do you? And he's like, my father was also killed. And I was like, yeah, by you with a fucking hammer. <laughs> <laughs> That's just in the details. Yeah. <laughs> Why was she like I the whole stealing a motorcycle scene baffles me. I don't I don't know why that's there. I don't know what it's for. I don't get it. She's I just like, being, I know that it introduces Kingpin in an awesome way. Like all the things that you were saying, but still don't understand. She it's just like she is angry at the fucking world and she just wants to break shit and I guess, cause a bunch of mayhem and get out some of that pent up rage. And that's why Kingpin's like, why don't you redirect it at something else? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was feeling the same way too. I was like, what was the point in this? Like why, why even be in there? If you're not going to like, all you were doing was just trying, trying to get caught basically. Right. Right. And I was like, surely you could have hit up Kingpin without tearing some shit up. <laughs> like I'm sure yeah. he would have appreciated that if it was like, Hey, yeah, <laughs> The uh the there's a few more things. Uh the one of the things I made this joke during the trailer when they showed Echo, but uh Maya's talking with her dad and she's like, Are dragons real? And I said this in the last time, I'll say it again. I'm like, yes, they're called McLuhan's. And one of them possibly <laughs> lives in Tallow. <laughs> right. The the last thing, and I kind of will tie it into my my second to the last thing, is uh the beginning, you know, we talked about Marvel Spotlight. I was gonna mention that, but Michael already got to it. Uh, but they also did a black and white Marvel Studio logo, which felt like maybe that's their like, this is serious. This is the dark, this is this is Marvel's black label. <laughs> I thought they were just tying it into the the logo of Echo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's like a black and white deal. That's yeah, that actually makes more sense. Never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's crash that note. <laughs> Speaking of the intro, though, you kind of got it at the end, if I'm not mistaken, of the first episode, but you'll get it at the beginning of the second. The The intro is really cool. I like the song. It was, I think it was well done. So I know we've talked about that in other ones and how you like watching intros. And Okay, so. I really like this one. Okay, so my note, my next note is about the outro of this. So you're saying that's the intro for the show? That's the oh. intro to the next episode, yes. Okay, I was going to say, I really like, my note is, I really like the stylized credits. It reminds me of a James Bond intro. It feels very James yeah. Bondian. Mm. <laughs> I could say that. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Even though I haven't watched James Bond. <laughs> I've seen I've seen the credits. I know what you're talking about. Played the video game. No. Oh, no. Okay. No. Sorry. No 
was it Goldfinger, Gold Gun, Gold <laughs> Goldeneye? Goldeneye? You've never played Gold Goldeneye on Nintendo? <laughs> no. Man, 64 sucks. I hate 64. Oh, wow. No. That controller sir. is fucked up. That controller, yeah. Uh, well, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. I love the N64. I will absolutely 120% agree with you that that controller's fucked up. You need three fucking hands to play. Yeah. No. It's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but I love You've got to be able to operate that middle joystick yeah. with your dick or something like that. It's, it's the only way that's happening. I, I like, oh my God. I remember playing Star Fox 64 on that game and you need three fucking hands to play, like, play that controller. Nah. Anyway. Not for me. Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Could not do it. That's, that's apparently like Nintendo's thing is just to give you the weirdest controllers, the weirdest whatever to, to deal with on their systems. I would argue the GameCube is their best controller. It, it ergonomically, it fits perfect in the hand. The way they st- they designed the button, so like the biggest button. Anyway, we're just doing a video game. This is this is the video game <laughs> thing that we always reference at the beginning of our in our intro. This yeah. is this is it. This is all you get. We don't really talk many video games, so here it is. <laughs> Soak it up, boys. <laughs> um, but yeah, the 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 way they the layout of that controller, I think, is is like chef's kiss. But um, other than that, I would say my my favorite controller is probably the Xbox controller. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like it. I like the triggers, the bumps. Yep, totally agree. Yeah. But back to Echo. Like I said, <laughs> I really like I like what is the outro that becomes the intro. I like the song. I just I felt like it looked like they put work and time into it and it shows to me. Yeah. Very like Sons of Anarchy feeling. I've never I've never seen that show. I wanted to, but I never got around show. to it. Yeah, FX has uh it was on FX, right? Yeah. Yeah, FX has like a lot of banger like shows on there. Banger. <laughs> I like uh what is it? Uh Anyway, trying to stay, trying to stay hip over here. Yeah, I got the Riz, man. I got that Riz. <laughs> Look at him! God damn. <laughs> Hello, fellow, <laughs> fellow cool kids. <laughs> that's great. You got any more notes, Richard? No, that's it, man. Do you have any notes at all, Jeremy? Oh, I did. We did. <laughs> I did. Uh, oh, actually, look like at I'm. You. Trib- that's been my like. Goal for this year is to actually write notes. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. I did not know that. That is awesome. That is Uh, awesome. I I love it. Like the 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 last one I had that was on there was uh that was the lamest and shortest red light, green light of of that was right? That was right. (laughs) I didn't notice it on my first watch, but the second rewatch, I was like. You only did like that. That was it. Was the length yeah. like it was so short? <laughs> I was expecting the kids to be like, "Are are we are we still doing this? What's happening?" Yeah, he just walked off. Well, in like the first time when he's like green light and he let it go on, I'm like, I remember being at skate ring <laughs> and I was the kid in the very back. So as long as you let that green go, that one or two kids is like halfway, if not three quarters of the way, already around the ring. So I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what kind of game you're playing here, but you're fucking me up is what you're doing because they're going to lap me. Like, That's hilarious. Yeah. I mostly was on the ground whenever I was at the skate ring. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. if you don't have anything else, I mean, you, I know we, we talked about her taking her place as Kingpin. And the organization, is there anything else y'all think we may get to see or as far as the ancestors? So I will say this. I'm a little concerned because I wanted this to be more New York City 
gritty like hallway fights and I got a feeling this show takes place mostly in Oklahoma yeah. and I'm a little disappointed by that if that's the case because I was like no I wanted to see her like basically that daredevil like I want every episode to have something like that daredevil fight scene it doesn't have to have daredevil in it I just want to see Maya kicking the shit out of people with her like prosthetic leg <laughs> Well, I think I know what Richard Welming is next week. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you know, all Oklahoma is flat, basically. Yeah, so that's you, right. You're not getting much. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard, That's what I read, like, on Reddit when people were talking about this episode. Yeah. Flat. Just flat. Yeah, pretty much. You're like one southeast corner that's got some hills, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? No. I'm good. Cool. Jeremy, where can I find you at? Uh, they can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. It's Night with a K. And no, I did not play this week. Shame. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Shame. Yeah. You know, he's sitting there with like two fingers on one, like yeah. on two different buttons. He's got the bell on yeah. one finger and then he's got the kids like, yeah. another one <laughs> they're right next to each other yeah <laughs> <laughs> along with the X-Men <laughs> <laughs> Richard where do they find you at uh, if you want to contact me directly I have an X the platform formerly known as Twitter and Instagram and a threads my handle is night curry night like day and night and curry with a K if you want to contact us directly we have a Gmail our Gmail is comically comics podcast at gmail.com and if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics with an X. That's great. You can find me on Instagram, eBay, and Shortbox at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed as much as we did making it. Well, all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. I've been watching them all night. And then you guys show up. And screwed everything up.